Yay. Opening sequence and John's crying. I just did. I did that specifically for John. John, <laughs> come on. Pull it together. <laughs> the more I think, I gotta stop thinking about it. The more I think about it, the more I laugh about it. Holy shit. Oh my god. Hey everybody, welcome to Two Nerds, One Quest. Your uh, host and DM, John, is a little out of commission at the moment. As you can see, he looks like he's about ready to cry and pee his pants. Now oh, I see why they do that on Critical Role. I know why. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's why they... Oh my gosh. Except I'm nowhere near as good as Matt at holding a straight face when they come off of something. Are we actually live now? Yeah. Did you... Yeah, no. I put us live. Biscuit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, everybody. I am your host, EM, JC. Uh, welcome to Two Nerds, One Quest, where um, I'm uncontrollably laughing about plantains for some reason um joined with the three three adventurers formerly two nerds plus one well yeah we'll talk through that tom m norman's here he introduced me earlier while i was crying because i was yeah, laughing i do that uh he plays Aaron in our campaign here uh we also have ryan crixus kukta hey good morning get him <laughs> Yeah, you got me. You got me, dude. You got me crying here. This is great. And then, of course, the newest addition to the adventuring party, Jeff Doc Williams. Yes, too early for anything but D&D on Sundays. Sunday mornings are for D&D. That's that's a tagline, Brian. I think we got to go with that. Sunday mornings are for D&D. Yeah. That's... (laughs) I like that. Every time I see it, yeah. Every time I see it, that's I'm like, yeah, they are. I stole it from ESPN's bowling coverage. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, genius. <laughs> chances are, chances are yeah. they aren't going to be too concerned if we use it. You want to put a lore? Like right underneath your chin. Even more? How's that? Perfect. Okay. Yep. He's got to find the sweet spot for it. He was yeah. exhaling into it on Friday night. <laughs> which was like, that would not fly. All right. So, does anyone remember where we were? All right. Give us the rundown, Cooch. Yeah. So, Aaron and Crixus were uh, walking towards the dwarf weapon shop, intent on gaining access and yoinking a couple hatchets well-crafted with a uh, ship logo so that we could continue our quest and hopefully use those as legitimate passage beyond uh, where we are currently. And I believe, and I'm not 100% certain, but it sounded like Doc and Ellie had the plan of instead of staying in the inn where they were told to proceed and follow us. It's more like Ellie was like, they're going to get in trouble. I'm going to go make sure that they have help. And Doc said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, let us begin with 
Baranon and Crixus on the street. Just shuffling down the road. Easing on down the road. It is dark. It is just before... Not just before midnight, but... It's late in the evening. Uh, most of the bars are packed. There's sound, noise, drinking, singing, sea chanties being sung. Um, all kinds of stuff like that noise coming out of... Uh, out of inns, you see a woman come running out of one inn, just ah! and she's like, you think for a second that she's actually being chased seriously, but then you realize, no, she's not. She's just running away from a guy that's chasing after her who's going, ah! <laughs> Reaching out, trying to grab her and think Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Um, and they, uh, she ends up ducking into a doorway and he finds her and pins her up against the door and starts kissing her passionately and she's not resisting him. Um, there is a guy leans out of a balcony above you. Um, make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, Jesus. Already? <laughs> yeah, already. Thirteen. <laughs> you meant just him, right? No, I meant both of you. No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, two minus one is one. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, so, so there's a there's a door that slams in a balcony above you, and Aranon stops to look up, and he stops and looks up, and this guy leans over the railing and yaks. You keep walking forward right into like right down your back, like hit the back of your head and down your vomit down your uh, down your cape or whatever you have over your back there. I'm gonna pull the hood up over my head just for future reference and to hide myself. I'm gonna, ugh, gross. I'm gonna take the cape off okay. and uh, try to clean it up quickly as best as I can while still moving, and then bundle the cape up. And I'm gonna need a new cape because I'm gonna leave this one on the side of the building. Okay. And so he, you don't even bother, like, you untie it and turn it around and just kind of, and then roll it up and throw it in the alley as you go by. Um, continuing down the road, you're probably about a block or so away from the shop. How do you want to approach this shop? Actually, we were going to meet um, the guy in the dark alley first. That first? You're yeah, because remember we had to meet him at midnight, and then we were gonna wait yep. till two o'clock to go. Okay, feels right. Okay. All right, so you're a half a block away from the bridge, from um, the where's my notes? It has a name. It actually has a name. Um, Delphin Span. Um. I'm gonna tell Crixus that I'm gonna walk in first, and then he can walk in a couple minutes behind me and go grab a drink at the bar. I'm gonna find the guy and talk to him, and then uh, I just need him to watch my back. Okay, Crixus is gonna try to look like a just like a random patrol guard. Okay, do you and, do anything uh, to try and convince it? 
Um, yeah, I'm just going to uh, you know, walk over to a building and tap on it, like uh, just making yeah. sure it's well closed up, and and then move on to the next one. All right, make a deception check. Yep. Can't be worse than. Can actually. I was gonna say you can have a zero, dude. Don't say it can't be worse. Is it one literally... plus three is four. Four. Okay. Cool. That's better. It wasn't worse. It's better. I really hope this gets better before we try to break in. <laughs> get him out. Get him out. Where Where are you headed, Aaron? You said in. Isn't that where we're supposed to meet him in the in the place? No, to on the bridge. Oh, on the bridge. My bad. It's been under, a week. I don't remember. Under the bridge. Speaking of good albums, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic. You're not wrong. That would be on the list. That's an album. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm gonna go under the bridge then. Cut. Uh, make a perception check. Ooh, shiznit. Nice help to play D and D. I always seem to do this. I'm so excited to talk to my friends that I forget to take my dice out. If you take your dice out on stream, we may end up getting shut down. Especially Some the dice not my stack. <laughs> Seventeen. I mean, I mean, I have a pair. I knew that. And they're blue. Congratulations. <laughs> um, there, there are cures for that. Um, what did, what did you say you rolled on? Yeah, it's called jerking off. Um, ah, <laughs> uh, 17. 17. Uh, you, uh, well, hang on a minute. Yes. Do you actually see Oh, I'm like, yes, what? <laughs> that is not an action in 5e. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just, uh, what did you say before when you were going to do the axes? You were going to yoink them? Yoink? I was thinking of... As you were talking about that, I was thinking, is that the opposite of yeet? You yoink towards you and you yeet away from you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that feels right. Sounds right. <laughs> I'm going to go with it. Um, <laughs> you see him. He's bundled up in his cloak in the corner. It's kind of hard to see him, actually. He's fighting fairly well. But your perception check reveals the slight humanoid shape to him in the shadows. So you wanted to speak. I didn't want to speak. You just looked like you needed assistance. Well, you wouldn't be wrong. We are looking for passage north. On a ship? Uh, yeah, preferably. How far north? North? No, we're headed to... We're headed to, uh... Oh, you didn't say north, did you? My bad. To where are you looking for passage? <laughs> um, I can't think... What's the name of the town, John? Uh, which one? Ten Towns, or... Yeah, we're headed to Ten Towns, right? Ten Towns is our ultimate destination. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just going to say Ten Towns. Oh, north. You want passage north from Luskin? Fire sure is the only reasonable place, and I mean, for what it would cost you, walking maybe better. So how how would we get passage to the 
other place, for sure. Fire share? Fire share. Get a ship, but there isn't much that runs towards Fire Share. Luskin's probably the most northern port city. Fire Share is like a fishing village. Hmm. They don't do a lot in trade, so not a lot of ships head that direction. Heading further north than that is a death wish. How so? Well, you get into the sea of moving ice. Ships don't always come out of that sea. I can see that. That's um, what it's called. Something like that. What's the best way to get... Uh, who, who is probably the most reliable to get us up there? Get you up there? Yeah. Or is it just easier to sled dog it from here on out? It's cheaper for sure. Yeah, but is it more dangerous? I'm assuming so. Only the first... The fire shear? That's... Maybe it's a little more dangerous, but... Beyond fire shear, you're far safer being on land. <clears throat> hmm. So you maybe. may freeze, but you won't freeze in water. Eh, well... That's comforting. If we were to ask for a ship, who would be the most likely to get us on one uh, discreetly? Discreetly? Yeah, we're looking not to necessarily uh, cause a lot of ruckus. You may want to avoid the ships altogether, then. But... If you really wanted to, um, Ship Terrell or Ship Renthor would be, Ship Renthor would probably be most likely to do it, seeing as how they, the two of them seem to be fighting over who's better suited to serve the city. You might be able to get them to hit against each other to find a better price. So to speak. What were those names, John? Terrell. Terrell and Renthor. Yep. T-A-E-R-L and Renthor. Reth Rethnor, sorry. R-E-T-H-N-O-R. Your head reads one thing and it's not what it's actually on the paper. Are you dyslexic? Yeah, no, just English. <laughs> no, I'm just a bad reader. <laughs> <laughs> Or I could just blame it on my handwriting, but I actually have pretty decent handwriting. So. They don't know that, though. All right. Well, I thank you for your assistance. Is there anything else I can get for you? Uh, ooh. Two axes? <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm definitely not trusting this guy to get access for us. Um, do you know of any shops around here that may have some mystical, magical items? Whether for sale or otherwise. The only mystical, magical you'll find around here would be the tower over there. And he kind of nods his head over at the Arcane Brotherhood's tower. 
You said anything that's mystical or magical in this town is their doing. So there's no shops that would have, like, any properties? Everything has to go through them? It would all be through them. There aren't any shops nearby. There's, I don't know if they have a shop at the base of the tower. They're kind of left alone to their own devices, and when magical items show up, they tend to be procured rather rapidly by the Brotherhood. Hmm. Good to know. Is there anybody we need to absolutely stay away from? How do you feel about magic? If it's dangerous to me, then that makes me nervous. Uh, I don't use it. And avoid the Brotherhood if you... Just, just the Brotherhood. Avoid, um... Avoid the Winter Palace on the South Bank. Um, and try not to cross any of the ships. That would be, I mean, we're, we're kind of ruthless here. But if one ship member gets the idea that you crossed a ship, it doesn't take long for a mob to be incited. Oh, fantastic. The Arcane Brotherhood gets crossed and they find out about it, people just disappear. And if you get too involved with, um, with the folks at the Winter Palace... I've heard of cold ends, but this seems to be a thing that keeps happening. Hmm. Good to know. Uh, I think I'm going to nod at him and then walk away. Uh, sir. He kind of holds out his palm. Some uh, for the effort? <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna flick him a gold he puts it in his pocket and nods and pulls his hood up and stucks back into the corner alright I'm going to uh, go back up a Crixus who is not very convincing and like whistling and looking around and <laughs> he's he's checking the door he's going yep they're locked they're safe yep and pats on the door and walks away from the door and you notice someone come to the door and actually open it up and kind of look out and close it back and lock it back up all right i'm gonna tell wow. him everything that i uh i'm gonna motion him over to the bridge and then uh explain to him everything that i was just told Especially like avoiding the Brotherhood and uh, Winter Palace and stuff, and that anything magical it really is going to be tough to find. Okay. Uh, well, you... Oops, sorry. I was just going to say the uh, the the Ice Palace does seem like a dangerous place, although it may contain good information. Uh, for our quest uh, we may want to check with the others to see if they would be comfortable visiting that palace but 
we'll check with Ellie in the morning. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm unfamiliar with the with the ice palace, so I will leave that up to you guys. Doc, you and Ellie are walking down the street, trying to maintain. You have an idea of where they're going, so you're maintaining distance. Um, make a perception check as you and Ellie are walking. She's talking to you about just kind of explaining Aranon and her relationship. and uh, It's a new person to dump her heart out onto, basically. So you're getting the whole thing about how I just, I don't think he really cares about, I think he cares about me, but not not really cares about me, if you know what I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm, but I'm, mm-hmm. I take care of him and Crixus, Crixus is amazing. He's, he's like like a dad. He, he's, he's or an older brother. I just, I love him to death. I just want to hug him half the time. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's there. They've been a fun couple of guys to hang out with. You have a, a strange relationship with, uh, with, that uh, horned, uh, horned guy there. Yeah. That, that, that's see, right. my, my only other run in with one of his kind didn't end well for anyone. I, uh, I, I'm, the only thing holding me back from being completely scared is the fact that he's wearing the robes of the faith. Oh. Yeah, that does seem strange. I don't see many of those amongst uh, the faithful. Um, and I don't know if that's... I'm still trying to figure out what that is about him. Honestly, that seems like... And she just keeps going on and on. Uh, what was your perception check? Eight. Eight. You see, uh, you see a guy come actually you don't see a guy come running um make a dexterity check as this guy barrels into you running out of a nearby alley nope three two plus one all right uh this guy barrels into you as he's running out of the alley um knocking you into ellie and ellie catches you and keeps you upright make a perception check as he goes running off behind you 15 15, he's got something in his hand. Um, looking down the alley where he came from, there is someone laying on the ground. They're moving, um, but not very fast. Ellie panics in the moment and goes down the alley. Um, do you, uh, quick check, am I missing anything? Um... Oh, I don't have a lot, so okay. No, you aren't missing anything. Everything um, you have is kind of under your cloak, and this holy mm-hmm. the things you have wouldn't necessarily fit through the cloak. I think every other character I created would go after him, but I think I'm going to go with Ellie. All right, um, Ellie, you come up to Ellie, and she's kneeling over this body in the alleyway. There's a um, man, um, middle-aged. Uh, thinning hair up top, relatively nicely dressed, uh, especially from what you've seen around Luskin, and he's holding his side, and you see blood seeping out from his fingers. And you see Ellie, she starts casting magic, she's chanting, and you see a light glow from her hands, and she places him on this man's side, and uh, he suddenly seems to breathe a little bit more stably. Thank you. And she nods at him, and he looks over to you. 
He, he took my coin purse. He stabbed me and he took my coin purse. When when he looks like he's okay to get up, I'll I'll give him a hand. Okay. He he gets up. He gets up. He's, he's still got blood on his hands, and he's kind of um wiping them off on whatever he could find. He found like this shirt in the alley. He's kind of wiping Are his hands off on it. A, a vomited on cloak. Yeah, yeah. Actually, ironically, but it looks a little familiar. This cloak. That's honestly quite perfect. <laughs> picks it up at first and realizes ah okay and then he kind of opens it up and finds like a dry spot on it and starts wiping the blood off his hands onto this cloak mm, a perfectly good cloak does this cloak's material seem better than the one i'm wearing absolutely it is oh, filthy when... now it's bloody and vomited on but it is a perfectly good cloak other than that all right i'll ball it up and put it in the bag of holding Fantastic. <laughs> does, it, does each item have its own extra dimensional space? That's my question. <laughs> I don't think there's anything else in there that'll pick up the smell, so everything else can be washed. I'll take the horn out first, because I'm going to put my mouth on that. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Oh, there's a puppy. There's a puppy. It's a Brutus. So, um, he thanks you, um, he, he says, uh, I would, uh, I would give you some sort of reward, but I have no money. He took my money. Do you have a place to stay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a place to stay. It's gonna be a long night now, though. Suppose that's what I get for trying to find stuff like that in a city like this. All right, thank you. And he kind of walks away. And Ellie's kind of looking at him critically, and he's like, "I don't know if I. I hate this city. I don't know if I can trust anyone here." Like, he didn't seem too upset that he lost his money. Hmm. Maybe it's just such a commonplace occurrence. She starts checking her stuff. and No, I have everything. Oh, that's weird. I'll check my stuff again, too. Yeah, you have everything. Hmm. That seems strange. I don't know. We should We should find Aaron on, though. Well, since since we know where he's going, maybe we can get ahead of him. Oh, yeah, that would be... Oh, I wonder if we can. Uh, make an investigation check. As you guys then continue to travel on down the road, uh, you're looking for a building that you can maybe get on top of. A one? Um, you find nothing. Let's see. Um, Ellie doesn't do much better. She got an 11. Um, finding a place to uh, get a vantage point on the... Um, you actually settle on an alleyway across the street from the shop that they were going to. Um, it's a dark alleyway. There's some garbage cans back there. There's um, um, all kinds of just refuse. There's actually 
as you're kind of standing there trying to get down and duck down and hide, there's you realize there's a skeleton there. Um, I don't know how long he's been there, but he's been sitting there for a while. Seems like <laughs> things tend to get thrown into alleyways and forgotten about him, about them in Luskin. <laughs> yeah, I think we should probably just hunker down here because. <clears throat> Unless your plan was to get seen, I think we should probably hide. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Um, go ahead and make a stealth check to hide. There we go. Yeah. Natural 20 plus 1. Oh, hell yeah. You you get down behind a barrel like you can barely be seen. In fact, you look at the barrel for a second and you look at it and you're like, I think I could fit in here. There's a knot hole right there. So you actually climb your way into this barrel and there's a little knot hole that you can look through. You look like you're a barrel sitting in an alley. Nice. Can the barrel not have a bottom? Sure. Absolutely. So in, case I, in case I need to run away. Actually, you actually see the barrel does have a bottom, but you pick the barrel up and put it over your head. And you're nice. Like, <laughs> so if you need to stand up and run away, you can't. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> the three of you do some of the Ah, it's so fun. Um, let's see. I'm looking for Ellie. That's what I'm looking for my characters. I just need her stealth. What her stealth is gonna be. Oh she has disadvantage on it too. Because she is in Oh boy. So Ellie crouches down um behind the skeleton. She's kind of sitting there by the skeleton along the wall. <laughs> kind of obvious she's there. Boy, she sure is sneaky, huh? Yeah. Those disadvantage on stealth checks, man. So you're waiting there uh, for a few minutes, and Crixus and Ernan, you're approaching this. How would you like to approach this shop? Um, Once we get within a couple buildings, uh, I'm going to kind of pull Crixus off to the side into kind of like an entryway mm -hmm. um, so we can kind of discuss and actually look up and down the street to see if anybody's coming to see what's going on, see if there's any lights. Um, you don't notice a lot of lights. Uh, there's a candle in a window, candle light in a window here or there. Um, not a ton of them, maybe like three or four windows from where you can see all up and down the road. Um, there is a guy walking down the street. You see him checking doorknobs and bang on there's something very similar to what Crixus was doing earlier. Um, make an insight check. As you see this guy checking doorknobs and banging on doors and window latches. I have a 19. Is he headed towards us or away from us? Uh, towards you. I got 12. Uh, both of you realize almost at the same time he's not making sure people are safe he's looking for a place to get inside but he's not spending a lot of effort trying to break in he's just checking for people that have been careless and as you watch him for about two minutes the next house he goes to he kind of hits on the window and the, the, the shutter comes out towards him and he kind of perks up and he Pulls the shutters open and climbs into this house and pulls the shutters closed behind him. Ah, shit. We're going to have to be quick. He is not going to be quiet about this. 
This could go either way. Should we create a distraction for us, or he could draw attention? Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Is there a back? Do we know if there's a back entrance to this place? Like, is it? Can we? Is there a back door? Yeah, you, you actually can head down one of the alleyways between the buildings. There's a. There's like a footpath behind all these buildings that connects to back doors that leads right there. And then a lot of those footpaths run down to the river. Okay. And you get you get the idea as you're kind of looking at it that people kind of throw their garbage back here. All right, let's let's head Not down this. City. Let's let's try the back way in Crixos. Let's trying to do this from the front door when there's a guy pretty much right across the street doing his own shit. Right, let's let's try the back door. That sounds like a good plan. Right. So you head down the alleyway to the back and you see this you see stacks of garbage and heaps of stuff there is like a barge sitting by one of them that is just loaded with garbage you think this is maybe the collectors they're supposed to collect this and bring this somewhere but it's so full that people have just been setting stuff out by the side of the road kind of like in chicago when they didn't have their uh, garbage pickup for a while the piles of garbage just started mounding on the curbs um, you find the building without any issue um, taking a look around uh, make stealth checks as you approach the building I assume you're doing it stealthily you're not just walking up to it Twenty-two. and then roll a perception check what was your stealth check Crixus? 12 12 alright then perception checks from both of you. Ooh, I'm not perceptive. Seven. You see the door. Okay. <laughs> like seven also. All right, so the door is where you're going. Um, Shit. The... Um, as you're walking along... Uh, dock. In between two buildings building that they're going to break into this shop and the other building next to it you see Crixus go walking by <laughs> on the back side of the buildings you're aware that they're there Ellie kind of looks at you and and does that and then like trying to motion <laughs> to you and she, and she keeps doing stuff because she's not seeing anything in reply from you because you're in a <laughs> in a barrel so she keeps trying to motion waiting for some sort of signal that you saw alright I'll stick my thumb out of the barrel like a thumbs up <laughs> thumb out of the hole I'm sure that's what it looks like yep it's like being the thumb master in Kings <laughs> so You have the back door in front of you, um, Aranon. You don't see anyone around. What would you like to do? I'm going to check the door for any type of trap or alarm. Okay, make an investigation check. 11. 11. 
You do not believe this door is trapped at all. Alright, I'm gonna... It is locked. When you check it, it is locked. Alright. It is not trapped. It is a decent lock. I'm going to pick it. Alright. Thieves tools. Uh, proficiency bonus. I created one of those... Uh... One of those buttons? Yep. 24. 24, yeah. With a little difficulty, you get your tools in there and you're sitting there and it almost surprises you how quickly it is. And the door kind of opens up. Uh, it creaks ever so slightly when it first moves, but then it becomes very silent. I'm going to slowly push it open and kind of look around to see what I can see. It swings towards you. Um, I'm so going to slowly pull it towards me. <laughs> you slowly pull it towards you. It is dark inside. Um, what you can see vision. from the light that's coming. And oh, you do have dark vision. That is correct. So you see um, what is. You see a tote rack, basically, in a corner at the end of a hall. Um, you assume the hall goes the other way as well, because uh, you don't see a wall right there. As you kind of peek in, you can confirm that, that the hall does run the other direction and seems to turn towards the front of the shop, along what you assume is the outside wall. Okay. I am going to uh, take a step in, and I'm going to motion for Crixus to follow. And then when he comes in, I'm going to quietly pull the door closed behind him. Can I make a dexterity check to pull the door closed? Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Or tw I'm sorry, twenty. Ten. I can speak. Ten? Okay. Ten, uh it, trying to do it silently and it, it, you sit still for a moment listening and you don't hear anything. In that moment that you're sitting still listening, you smell something foul. It's absolutely awful. And as you kind of look around, you realize next to the coat rack is a privy. <laughs> and it's full. Uh -huh. I'm just going to wrinkle my nose and move a little bit further into the room. I'm going to tell Crixus to stay low and keep an ear out for anything. You know, just kind of stay in one spot. I'm going to move to the front of the store, and uh, if I need anything from him, I'll snap my fingers to get his attention. Okay. Doc, you're out in the alleyway inside this barrel, observing the situation quietly, and there is a heavy thud on the top of the barrel. And then a voice says, What are you doing here, Missy? And Ellie turns and looks up, and standing on the barrel is a gentleman. Um, and she says, Oh, I'm, I'm just waiting for some friends. In an alley, all by yourself? Hello, Governor. <laughs> yes, 
Oh, I am. And she stands up and kind of shoulders her uh, cloak off to one side, revealing her weapon at her hip. You aren't thinking of doing anything rash, are you? Do a lass such as yourself? I don't know. That depends. Did you see me, my dear? Well, of course I see you, she says. <laughs> You're standing right there. <sighs> he jumps down, obscuring your view. Um, back of, of you're basically looking at this guy's ass right now as he's standing in front of you on the barrel. You're a daft one, aren't you? You don't mention me, I won't mention you. Savvy? Okay. Good girl. And he starts walking out down the alleyway. He gets out on the road. Um, Crixus, you actually hear a discussion happening out on the road suddenly. I'm as, just as Aaron leaves. <laughs> completely still, and I'm going to try to pick up what they're saying. Make a perception check. <laughs> 15? 15. You don't know exactly what they're saying, but you swear that that's Ellie's voice. Does she sound... Can I tell if the voice is in heated discussion or calm? Nope. It's calm. It's a calm discussion. Um, it's tense, but it's calm. Crixus won't take an action right now. All right. Aaron on. You're moving up the hallway. Um, you see the front of the shop from where you're at. You see what you, what you recognize as the front of the shop. The hallway runs down the side of the building, and it opens up to the front of the shop. And there's a door on your right-hand side as well. You're moving up towards the front of the shop. I'm going to stick my ear to the door. Let's see if I can hear anything coming from it. You don't hear it. In fact, it's creepily silent. As you have your ear against the door, you hear a um, turning of a turning of the doorknob at the front of the shop. Like the main door? Yeah. Someone's trying to turn the doorknob there. I'm going to pull out the strong hand. And uh, would I be visible from the door if it opened? No. Okay. So I'm just going to, I'm actually going to, oh. You got about 10 feet from where the door you're at to the front room of the shop. Okay. So I'm going to quietly or stealthily move to where I can see the front door without being seen. Okay, so you get there. The The counter is there. So you can actually crouch down and you get just little view of the door where it is. Um, there's a there's kind of a bang on the door and then nothing. Um, 
How long do you sit there? I'm gonna just. Ooh, I'm gonna sit there for two minutes. Listening. Right. You sit there for two minutes listening. Um, Doc, as you are sitting observing this, um, you see Ellie kind of take a deep breath and kind of cover her shoulder again and watch him as he goes. And he goes right across the street to the shop and checks the doorknob and is banging on the door. But like he's like you saw him do earlier, he moves around to a window in the front of the shop and looks at it and he pulls a um, thin piece of metal and almost looks like a really small dagger or letter opener or something and just sticks it between the window shutters and flips it. Uh, Aranon, from the inside, you hear a, a, a little bit of a scrape by the window and a click as a latch flips right. and the shutters open. As soon as as soon as I see him doing that, I'm gonna um, since I took the horn out, I'm gonna do a horn of silent alarm to that guy. That make it sound like the captain, like the guards coming, so he's the only one who can hear it. Um, okay. In that moment, he straight. Uh, let's see how bad this goes for him. Yeah, he straight up panics, slams the doors shut, pitches his or slams the shutter shut, pitches his thumb in the door, swears, and takes off running. Um, and ducks down an alley further down the road. Um, and you do not see him when he ducks down the alley. At Ellie, at this point, was standing up. She's got her hands on the... She's, like, she's ready to sprint out into the alleyway, and then suddenly he takes off running, and she's like, what? Okay. Right. That was close, she says to the barrel next to her. <laughs> <laughs> Thumb comes out of the barrel hole. Aranon, <laughs> for some reason, he flips the latch, he opens him, you get the briefest glimpse at his face, and he slams the shutters closed. They're left kind of hanging there open. All right, I'm gonna go okay. to the to the shutters and pull them shut and relatch it. Okay. Um, you were snapping like crazy, Crixus. What did you do when you heard snapping? Um, I I started to move into the shop. Okay. So as you move into the shop, and as you move into the shop, you get up to the front and you see Aranon latching the window. <laughs> Crixus gives this exasperated, I thought we were trying to be quiet. It, uh, somebody tried to break in. I'm trying really hard not to laugh. Um, and then he got scared off by something. I'm just relatching the, the shutters. What a coincidence. Yeah, something. There must right. be something of value here. You sit for a moment, just listening and observing, and it is still and it is quiet. All right, I'm going to go back behind the counter and take a look at everything that is there. And hold on one second, I got to let the dogs out. Okay. Hold on, loose leg. 
but don't let it go. <laughs> DM's throwing everything in the book at us right now. It's I'm having a lot of fun, and it's one of those things when you have groups separate from each other. It's like how do you get them a back together, and how do you how do you tell a story that involves everybody? And it, it's just fun. It's it was a really neat thing to kind of do. I always knew I wanted to throw a wrench in it all somehow. I mean, horn, freaking amazing, amazing mm-hmm. idea. Don't <laughs> clutch move. Don't tell Tom I've got. I was saving a charge for him, and I only have one left. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Don't tell him I have it though. Yeah. Hopefully he can't hear me. <laughs> he can't right now. He doesn't have his earphones in. So, all right, he is back. The dogs are out. Um, so the question is. Um, who let the dogs out? Yeah. Aaron, let the dogs out. Aaron, you look behind the counter. There's nothing back there. It's a bunch of empty shelves. Almost like someone doesn't leave shit out in the open when they leave their shop. Oh. All right. Huh. All right. I am going to go back to the door that I had my ear up against. Okay. And I'm going to check it for any type of traps or any type of alarms. Investigation check. Oh, come on. Stop it. Eleven. Eleven. You do not believe this door is trapped at all. It is locked by three different locks. Uh, one that's kind of shoddy. Looks like it might have been the original lock on the door. Then there is a uh, big, heavy bolt-style lock um, above it, and below it there's a like padlock on through like a thick ring that would be very difficult to break or cut. It seems like it comes out of the wood from inside the room. All right, I'm going to. Uh... Well, I'm gonna. Try to pick locks. All right. So, uh, which one are you trying first? I'll take care of the easy. I'll take care of the old one. The old one. Okay. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Absolutely. You get in there. You just like. You kind of look at Crixus as you put the pick in there and just click, almost like you had a key for it. <laughs> which one are you doing next? I'll do the next At, one in line. Uh, well, one's above and one's below. There's oh. a, the bolt-style lock and then the padlock below. Padlock. Padlock? Okay. 25. 28. Make a perception check. 21. 21. You realize as you go to unlock this one, it clicks. It would give a bit more, but in that brief second, you realize that this one's trapped. And you pull back just enough, and it unlocks itself. But you are very careful with that lock. I'm going to need two minutes. I will be right back. (laughs) Discuss about yourself and this final lock. So, Making the rolls when it counts. Yeah, right? Yeah, big numbers. Big numbers. <laughs> I like it. 
Yeah, we're don't don't jinx me though, man. I still have that last one. So that last one is coming f- through the door, if I understand correctly. Like it's not just something that we sounded can... like it was alt lock. Like a... But I don't really know. Your thieves tools seem adequate. Rolling twenty eights and shiz. Yeah. What helps when what's your, what's your bonus? Oh, it's plus ten. Yeah, it's plus ten. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's doing me well. So the one thing I'm gonna have to remember is the box that the the hatchets or the axes were in had some kind of magical lock on it. Right. So I'm not sure. Theoretically. Theoretically, I mean, because he did something with his hand and something happened. Right. So, so I'm not entirely sure how that's going to play out. I'm, All right. I'm thinking. Ah, you know what? I'm not going to tell you what I'm thinking. <laughs> so, uh, you get the secondary lock that was trapped, unlocked. Um, remove it very slowly. Uh, releasing the latch from this large ring that comes out of the wall. There is a bolt-style lock left. This seems to be the most complicated lock on the door. I'm going to... uh... So do... As I'm unlocking them, am I actually... um... Like, looking for traps as I'm unlocking it? Is that how this is going, or do I? You had a tw- you had a twenty eight on your yeah lock pick check. You realized there in that you realized there was something different about this lock. Mm-hmm. Um, your perception check of twenty one was what allowed you to know it was a trap. Okay, so I won't really know if it's trapped until I start to pick it. Really, you looked. You 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 made an initial check to yeah. see if the door okay. was trapped at all. And I just want to be sure. 11. Yep. That was an 11. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to be sure that I'm doing this right. All right. Just rewarding your 28. I am going to... Jesus. I'm going to... Uh, level 5. <laughs> well, I'm... What? So, I'm expert in lockpicking. Rogues, man. Rogues. 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 Yes, exactly right. Rogues, man. Alright. Here goes nothing on the last one. Uh, fuck me running. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, you struggle with this one. Uh, it's not coming. You can't get this one unlocked. How many chances do I get? How long do you want to be there? So with this bolt, like, is it like a... Like fingered metal that interlocks, and then there's a bolt that runs down holding oh, okay. all that. A massive plate on the door, and then a massive plate inside the wall. I'm well. gonna, since I'm in the same room as him now, yep. I'm going to touch him and give him guidance. Okay. Tell him to try again. <laughs> you got this, buddy. You got this. Chris just kind of pats you on the back. <laughs> so, with guidance, do I roll an advantage? No, you just no. roll an additional d4 for oh. your ability check. Seventeen, and then I roll a d4. 
Yep. And then add it. Yep, roll a d4 and add it to it. This matters. You're close. <laughs> Plus three. So yeah. 20. 20. As, uh, the guidance, it was 18. So <laughs> actually, actually, you would have gotten it either way. Okay. The guidance is what gave it to you. So, so had Crixus not cast guidance on you, you wouldn't have gotten it. But you struggle with this one a little bit, and um, you take a deep breath, thinking of the encouragement that Crixus gave you, and you feel just a little something extra in in the attempt, and it clicks, and the and the bolt falls. Make a dexterity saving throw. Catch the bolt as it falls out of this. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, you're not expecting it. It falls out. It hits the floor. Doom, 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 doom. Very quiet. I'm just going to yell from, in the, from a bar down the road. I'm going to go to Crixus. Shh. <laughs> yep. All right, I'm gonna turn the knob. Is it? Does it go in or out? In. And I'm gonna slowly push it open, looking for traps. Okay. Uh, make a perception check. Do we just want to use? Inve sorry, investigation. Sorry. Investigation. Yeah. You're actively looking for something. Eighteen. Had you not said you were looking. I would have said a perception check. 18. You push the door open, revealing a room lined with shelves, several boxes similar to the one you saw on the shelves. Um, there is a rug in the middle of the floor uh, that is uneven in how it lays on the floor. It has lower and higher spots throughout it. Not very, but it doesn't lay flat. Like maybe maybe a half inch raises in a couple of places. I'm going to point at the rug then do this and this. So I'm pointing at my eyes like I'm going to take a look at the rug. The, rug. the rug is large enough that you're pointing at the floor of this room. Oh. The rug basically covers the entire floor of this room, and it's raised in places. All right, so I'm going to bend over then and kind of pick up the corner of it and bend motion like I'm going to look under the rug. Like, it's uneven. So you, you pick up the rug, and as you're looking under there, it's just there's floorboards that are sat mismatched mm -hmm. in places underneath and that's what's causing it to be uneven there's nothing underneath it per se that makes it like like there's no trap door or anything like that um i'm gonna try prying up a couple of the boards just to see if they're loose i'm gonna test them out a little bit to see if maybe they've they're warped because of constant use okay um up to you strength or dexterity check to do that uh definitely not strength <laughs> I'm minus I'm minus one in strength. Plus yeah. four in dexterity. Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh you pull up 
and you stick your dagger in it, and you go to pull, and you pull just a little bit, and you realize that there is something connected to it that, that isn't going to come up from the floor, and it became, becomes very, like, comes to you in an instant that the floor is trapped. These are pressure plates, points. Um, you don't know what they lead to or what they do, but they will activate something. Security-wise. I don't like that. Um, we should have done Mission Impossible stuff and come in from the ceiling. Yeah, right? Um, Quick, I'm going to tie up my 50-foot rope in different parts and... Throw it over the rafters. Lift me up. Run myself across. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, like, motion for Crixus to stop. Like, don't come in. And I'm going to okay. whisper, like, it's trapped. Um, Crixus is going to say, do you see the box? It's, it's a box. Lots of boxes. Oh, shit. I'm um, going to stand where I am and just kind of survey all the boxes to see if any of them stick out or look familiar. Uh, you see, you see the a familiar box, the one that you saw the axes in. To the uh, to your left, if you're facing in the room, it's to the left, and it's on a shelf about uh, waist high. Would you say it's in a box to the left? In a box to the left. All the things you want in a box to the left. To the left? To the left? To the left. <laughs> Doc, make a perception check at disadvantage as you're looking through a hole in a barrel here. Um, you said disadvantage? Yeah. Seven. You're trying to... I don't know what you're doing, but you're not seeing... Um, suddenly Ellie's like tapping on the barrel and pointing and um, when you turn the barrel to <laughs> face where yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> you see the guys um, and you just see him coming across the back alleyway oh shit and the door's unlocked hmm <laughs> Okay, well, I don't think that trick's going to work again. So, um... Hmm. Alright. I think, uh, since they can't see us anyway, I'll... push out of the barrel and uh, ask Ellie if if we should maybe go open the window to the front. Do you know how to open shutters like he did? I don't... I don't know what he did. We can try. So I have a question. Is this like the uh, Metal Gear style where you're hiding in a box and you're kind of walking with the box and you sit down? (laughs) He got out of the barrel, but that might work. All right. Sure. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's stand up in the barrel and I'll... I'll stand up in the barrel, run across the street, and sit back down right underneath the window. 
Ellie watches Ellie watches you go, and as you go, she's kind of looking around. She doesn't see anyone else, and you go you go over there. You turn around. You kind of plop down so you can see her. She kind of shrugs and steps out from the alley and casually walks across the street. And she she gets up and sits on the barrel, and then she says to you, "She goes, I don't know how to do this." Do you have any idea how to do this? <clears throat> um, I will... Uh, let's see. Would there be anything in the... Let's see. I probably can't get to the Smith's tools. Um, I'll give her my dagger because it's not really much of a dagger. It's more of a like a hunting fillet kind of, so it's probably thinner than a normal dagger. Okay. And I'll tell her to... I'll stick it through the hole and I'll say... Jimmy this in the window. Jimmy. Like, like, put it in there and... What am I trying to... Window latches. How do window latches work? Okay, so I stick it in there. Well, yeah, if it's unlocked, if I just stick it in there and flip it up, it should... I don't know, I've never done this. And she kind of gets up on know her. That, know yeah. that once you do that, they're going to know we're here. Maybe just listen for a minute. Okay. <clears throat> okay. And she's like half getting up and then she turns around and gets back down and um, she kind of looks around. She she finds a stick on the ground and she kind of picks it up and she, sit, she sits back down on the barrel and she starts just taking your knife and whittling at a stick and just kind of whistling to herself. Um, it looks very unnatural. <laughs> Uh, Aranon, you're inside the room. Grixis, you're outside the room. All right, I am going to... Are there any plates in front of me that I have to worry about, or can I just kind of reach over and grab the box? Uh, you'd have to navigate plates. All right. I am going to... First of all, are there any boxes within reach? Uh, no, you're still kind of by the door there. There's, you're five feet away. You'd have to move. Going for the two-for-one clearance? Oh, there's going to be many attempts at a two-for-one clearance at this shop. Um, I'm going to walk in, avoiding the plates. Make a dexterity check to avoid the plates. Get the box. The box with the axes? Yep, the box with the axes. Ooh, that's rolling a lot. Twelve. Twelve. You managed to avoid the plates as you walked. It was carpet. hovering between sixteen and eight. I was like, and then it rolled to the eight. Stupid dice. All right, so you're there. The box is in front of you. Shelf height. All right, I'm just gonna take a quick look around to be sure that nothing else is trapped. Uh, make an investigation check. Nat 20, baby. Nat 20. As you kind of... You're investigating the box and you're running your hands along it. And around the backside, you find... Connected to the box is like a fishing line. Almost. Man, this guy does not want his shit taken. On a... uh, On a... Like an eye... A fish eye 
like type screw that's in the box and it's just tied to that. What it's almost thinking? like there's a lot of thieves in this town. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm going to disarm the trap. You don't even need to roll for it. It's a fishing line. You can cut it. All right. And it won't. It doesn't actually pull then when you take the box off the shelf. All right, I'm going to make my way back to Crixus with the box. Okay, make another dexterity check to get back across this. Carrying a box now. <laughs> so nervous. 18. 18. You successfully walk your way through. Got an 18. You 12 on the first one and then an 18 on this one. Of course. Just as the DC goes up, the roll goes up. <laughs> You're able to get, walk back through this carpet, playing kind of like this sick game of hopscotch, and hand the box to Crixus. Crixus is immediately going to cast Detect Magic. <laughs> the whole freaking room lights up. The lock on the door lights up. Every box on the wall lights up um, with magic, including the box in your hands. Um, you're not, um, uh, you would know, um, the school and it's all, um, it's all basically, it feels like restrained evocation magic, <laughs> i.e. kaboom. <laughs> all right. So like if, so what do you mean? So like if we try to break it, it'll explode? Probably the locks on the boxes. Maybe. <laughs> need, a, need a kind, gentle touch. Um, Alright, so Crixus is going to say, uh, I, I don't think it's safe to open the box right now. Let's get out of here. I'm going to take a look at all of the other boxes, like just kind of scan... Because I'm going to take one more for the road. One one for the ride home. One for the ride home. Yep. Um, you see a small box, probably like one foot by one foot by one foot, sitting on the opposite shelf that you think you could tuck under one arm and move quickly with. Are there any other boxes that look more expensive? <laughs> um, none, of, none of these boxes look expensive. They're all like old driftwood style boxes um small chests and whatnot i want something cool um all right i'll go i'll go after the one foot by one foot box okay um i need you to make a strength check you reach around the box and you find the, the fishing line and you cut the fishing line like you did with the other one as you go to pull this box off the shelf it's heavy heavier than the other box was significantly seven seven um make a dexterity check oh shit and this is where it ended Oh, the 18s are loving me today. 18. 18. 
So here's what happens. You drop this box. Uh, it's unexpectedly heavy. As you pull it off the shelf, it slips out of your hands. You drop it. And it hits the floor. And when it hits the floor, you jump out of the way Mm-mm. to get um, get out of the way of it falling because it's so heavy you don't want it to fall on your foot or anything. You accidentally trip a plate. Realizing you trip a plate, you jump towards Crixus in the door as the whole floor flips open like this. The box falls in and shatters. As the floor flips open, there's spikes underneath the floor pointed up. This box shatters and you dive through the door as an explosion goes off from this box. Um, oh, that one's cut. You take 12 points of fire damage. Oh, my ass got burnt. As you dive, you're out in the hallway laying on the floor. Doc, there's a tremendous explosion from inside the building. Um, Ellie stands up at that moment, and she's done hesitating or trying to make this look subtle. Jams the thing in there and flips the... Uh, she jams the knife in there and gets it stuck. She doesn't actually flip it open. And you hear her swearing above you. <laughs> and she, she's like, it's stuck. I can't get the damn window open. And she jumps down off the barrel uh, and starts running down. She's like, I'm going to go around back. And she starts running down the alleyway. Right, I'll, pop out of the, I'll pop out of the barrel. Is the, the knife is still stuck in the window? Yes, the knife is still stuck in the window. How, the, how bad did you roll? Uh... <laughs> Was it a that one? You, you don't know. You don't know how bad. Okay. Well, I was. You want to try and grab okay. it? Okay. I'll. Yeah, I'll grab it and I'll push up. Try to make it go the rest of the way. Strength check. Trying to, trying to emulate what the uh, what the thief was. What I saw him do across the street. Strength check because she Strength jammed it. Strength check. Uh, twenty three. Twenty three. You actually get it loose and plink, and it flips up and the windows slide open. Um, you see down the hall. You see Crixus holding Aranon, like Aranon just dove into him. There is fire uh, coming off of Aranon's clothing, like his cape is like on fire right now. Currently, um, just beyond them, you see a um, uh, the thief guy um, down the hall, and he is panicked. His eyes are huge. And he looks like he's about to run. And that's actually what he does. He turns and ducks out like he's going to leave. Okay. I will check the street to see if anybody else noticed. And I'll just kind of hold there. Like with the window partway cracked open, checking the street. There, It's silent for a second. Like the, the bar down the road, everyone got real quiet for a minute. And then the music started back up and everyone started singing again, like explosions happen in Luskin. <laughs> like someone's like, oh, okay, whatever. Uh, we're all good here. We keep drinking. <laughs> all right. I'll uh, push the window back so it looks closed and go see if I can find Ellie just peeking around. Okay. Um, you go around down the alley and Ellie's at the door and she, she had just reached for it and the door flies open. <laughs> And smacks her right in the forehead. And she falls back um, as this thief is trying to get out. 
the door, but she's in the way, so he's trying to climb over her as this is happening. I'm just going to watch. You're just going to watch. <laughs> All right. Crixus and turn on. Crixus is going to take a look in the pit and see if the item that was in the exploding box seems to be reachable slash undisturbed by the explosion. The pit is 10 feet deep. Uh, several spikes that you can't actually fit down in between. And uh, you see gold bars laying down in those spikes. Mm. Seem like they might have been stabbed a little bit or um, scuffed a little bit, but they're intact. Straight cash, homie. So, but like the spikes are, you, you said close together. So there's no way to rappel down and. No, there isn't really a way to get in there below the spikes. Is there? How are all the other boxes? Are they all exploded too, or? They're all fine, sitting on the shelf. They're all fine. Yeah. Are they reachable? Are any of them reachable? Not from where you're at, no. So, is there a way to climb on the shelving? Like, can I? pull one off the side or try to uh... you can certainly try it'd be difficult okay. to get over to the shelving from where you're at you're five you got like a flat wall and five feet and then shelving you'd be able oh, to so, jump so the shelving itself is only against that far wall it's uh, against the two walls and then the back wall. Okay. The so, wall that the door is on, there's no shelving there. Yep. So Think you like walk-in like, closet. You have the door, and you have five feet this way to shelving on this wall. So you okay. could jump in from where you're at to try and grab onto the shelving if you wanted to jump over the spike pit and then hang on to the shelving. So literally all of the floor dropped out except for where yes, the shelves are. the entire oh, okay. floor went thunk. Okay, because that's what, that's what I was trying to imagine in my head, because if you have shelving on the sides, I mean, surely if the whole floor went like this, I'd be able to reach at least something on a shelf somewhere. No, and the carpet The floor is, is all pit, and don't call yep. me Shirley. Yep. And the, and, the carp <laughs> and the carpeting is actually hanging. It didn't fall into the pit. It's hanging from the, from the one side. Ellie, as this guy is trying to climb over, <clears throat> grabs his leg and has his leg. She's, she's like a little kid that grabs a leg that doesn't want to leave the store and is kind of sitting on his foot, holding him, yelling, no, you're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. I see you. <laughs> Take his shit, Ellie. Grab his stuff. Oh, she's just making sure he doesn't get away. Oh. Um, Genius, you're mute. That happens sometimes. I'm going to come over and try to club him. Knock him right. unconscious. Alright, uh, give me an attack roll. What do you use? You got, you got your... It doesn't matter. Well, I guess it does. I rolled a two. Attack Ball. roll would be uh, plus Ball. five. So seven total, with, probably with the maul, I guess. With um, the maul. This guy's completely... Completely distracted. He's got no... He's trying to get away from Ellie. He's 
got a kid on him. He doesn't see you coming up at all. You actually club him. You don't hit him in the head, but you hit him square in the back. And he lurches and falls, kind of crumples on top of Ellie. Hmm. Well, if we needed a scapegoat. Her eyes light up suddenly as, as you say that. Oh, wow, that's not a bad idea. Um, okay. Um, you want to go check on them? I'll tie this guy up. Uh, they still don't know we're here. If uh, I, I think they're doing okay. I, but but uh, the explosion. Oh, how do you? I, I looked at him, I, I looked at him through the window after you ran off. How did you get in through the window? It was stuck. Muscle. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, if you think they're okay, uh, help me tie this guy up. No, if we tie him up, that'll look staged. Let's just leave him here. Throw him in a pile of refuse. Uh, okay. Take his stuff. Man, you guys are terrible thieves. <clears throat> That's true. Not a thief. <laughs> um, she's not a thief, I should say. All right. Crixus, Aranon. All right, I'm... Aaron, you're, you, I'm pissed. You feel warmth. You feel warmth on your back. It's it's hot in here. Um, you smell burning. <laughs> I'm gonna look around. Crixus, Crixus, you you look and you, you see his cloak's on fire. Would I'm holding like a man and a giant box. So, um, I'm gonna try to like stomp out the pieces of a cloak that might be touching the ground. But other than that, I'll just say, it appears you're on fire. <laughs> I'm going to drop down and start rolling. <laughs> All right. Stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> you got it. Don't, the, don't roll into the pit. <laughs> you, you, I, I imagine when he stopped, drop, and roll, you take up a position to make sure he doesn't roll into the pit <laughs> through the door. All right. You, you, put, you managed to put yourself out. Uh, Aaron, none. All what right. would you like to do? If I mean, if there's nothing else I can really grab, because there's no way I'm jumping across the pit, grabbing a box, and jumping back. That seems yeah. highly unreasonable and highly unlikely. So probably, probably a smart idea. Yeah. Is there anything else around that I can take with me? Like, I'm just going to take a quick scan. From the lock, the padlock. Not that you'd want them. But there's nothing else in the shop anywhere? No, it seems everything is back in this room. Like, this was the safe room. Go figure. All right. I'm going <laughs> to... In a city like this. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to uh, motion for Crixus and throw my head towards the door and start and kind of run out. I, I think Ellie and I would have laughed. Or at least hidden. Hidden? Crixus is going to start ambling towards the door then with the box in hand. Ellie wouldn't have left. She would have stayed at the back door. And just waited. Like, she would have got maybe ducked down an alley to look at it. Just to be kind of okay. out of direct sight. But she wouldn't have left. left. Okay. At, the, at this point, she's more concerned about Aranon than she is about how he might feel that you guys followed. <laughs> okay, whatever she does, I'll do. Um, so... 
yeah, she just goes down an alley and hides. Uh, Crixus and Aranon, as you head out the back, there is a um, guy that you saw earlier banging on some windows, laying on the on the steps out the back door. Looks like he got knocked in the back. Something. He's still breathing. I'm going to, like, look around. I'm assuming I'm gonna, we're going to see Ellie and, and Doc immediately. When you come out the door, Ellie actually steps out and says, Aaron, you're okay. Oh, Jesus Christ, what the fuck oh. are you doing? Making like, sure you didn't get in trouble. What the hell happened in there? Nothing. Nothing to see here. Um, Why is Crixus your cloak all burnt? Yeah, Crixus is going to laugh. He, he was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> are you okay? Are you hurt? I'm fine. Um, we'll we'll talk about that later. We need to get the hell out of here. And who is this? Why is he? Not, you know what? I don't give a shit. I'm gonna reach down and just grab every like. I'm gonna search him for coin, whatever he has. I'm gonna take from him. Uh, make an investigation check. Twelve. As you search through the body, you find a, um, a a satchel, and in the satchel is a set of silverware that you estimate is probably worth twenty five gold. And there are two candlesticks in there that uh, also the the pair of candlesticks is worth twenty five gold. Other than that, the bag is empty. There's nothing else on him. He's a terrible no. thief. Well, there's a set of thieves' tools. There's a dagger, but it's none, none better. Than I was going to say, I don't need a second set of Thieves' Tools, do I? I just need the one. You could take the second set. I mean, it's up to you. Your set's better. It just be a backup. You may want them. I don't know. You may roll a one and break something. I will take the second set of Thieves' Tools. <laughs> <laughs> don't trust your dice, huh? <laughs> All right. So you take the second set of thieves' tools. You, I assume, take a satchel with the, with the uh, silverware and the yep. candlesticks. Yep. Um, what do you do with the body? Leave it laying there. I'm gonna kick it twice. <coughs> Crixus, Crixus will try to pick up the body. Okay. Make a strength check. He's a waif of a man. It won't take much. He was intimidated enough by Ellie that he didn't want to fight her, so... 14? 14, yeah. Easily enough, you reach down, pick up the body, throw it over your shoulder. He moans a little bit. Alright. I'm going to take a couple steps inside of the... Um, inside of the shop and okay. place him inside the shop. Okay. And then walk back out. Any specific place in the shop? Um, A place where it would have seen... Like the explosion would have knocked him back and concussed him. Okay, so you you place him um, the door to the room. You place him against the wall, away from it, kind of slumped like that, with his feet kind of aimed towards the door. All right, um, make a deception check. We're just setting this up perfectly. Nineteen. Nineteen. You you step it's back three and forever, and then it just like rolls <laughs> <low>. Yes, <laughs> you're doing Napoleon Dynamite there. Yes. 
Um, you step back and you look at it and you're like, yeah, that'll work. And you, <laughs> you walk away. You guys uh, um, head out and back. One, one, one last thing. I'm going to go, uh, as we're leaving, I'm going to go to the front and open the shutters straight open as obvious as possible before we leave. Okay. Um, I imagine you set the barrel up so it looks like he climbed on something to yep. get in. Yep. <laughs> yep. Hoping, okay. hoping someone calls the guards. Yep. Um, also, Crixus is going to give the box to Doc and say, put this in your fancy bag. All right. How? What is the dimensions of the smallest side? Of the smallest side, this box would probably be like a foot by six inches on the smallest side, like a square. Yeah, that, that'll fit. And it's it's about a uh, um, probably about two feet long or so. Yeah, that'll fit. So you slide it in the bag and put it on the bag, put it on your shoulder. Um, you guys head down the alleyway a little bit and then come out onto the main road near a bar. Um, the guy comes stumbling out. Uh, make a perception check as this drunk guy comes stumbling out of the... Natural 20 for 20. That's good. Niner. 21. Um, severely intoxicated he stumbles out the door and actually stumbles into Ellie and she catches him and supports him and goes are you okay friend he's like yes I just need to go to bed and it's the shop owner intoxicated as fuck like he was heavily drinking I'm just going to take him from Ellie and set him down Prop him up against the wall and say, take a nap here. Let's go. Okay. Uh, and he kind of grabs his grabs his shirt kind of off him and kind of rolls it up in a ball and <laughs> leans it against the step and puts his head there. And as, as you guys walk away from him, you can actually hear him start snoring. Leaning up against the steps of this inn or bar. You guys go away. Uh, head back to your rooms. Or room, I should say. Um, get up there and you have your box. You got out of there. You left behind a convincing scene um, that would uh, you guys to be attached to this. Um, and the only person that saw you was a drunk shop owner who probably won't remember. And the guy you framed for it. Job well done. <laughs> well, I feel like we should leave a box. <laughs> I feel like we should leave early in the morning. <laughs> no sense sticking around here too long. That's an adventure for next week, though. Yes. <laughs> Tom Norman, you want to take us out of this? <clears throat> yeah, buddy. So we are Two Nerds One Quest, in case you weren't aware. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Two Nerds One Quest, number two nerds, number one quest. I am Tom M. Norman. Cooch is Crazy Cooch. Genius is Lazy Dragon GB. And JC, Mr. DM, the man calling the shots and laying it out for us, is Wildfire1265. Give us some support. Give us some ratings wherever you get your podcast from, whether that be iTunes or Google Play Podcasts or whatever the hell 
either of them are called right now. Um, give us a rating. Let us know what you think. Give us five stars. Hopefully five stars. Maybe five stars. If not, you're getting this bad boy. Um, That's three stars. Well. <laughs> two, two stars for the one star? Anyway, oh, one, one, one star for the one star, two stars for the pink star. I had to, yeah. Anyway, patreon.com slash two nerds one quest if you want to actually give us some uh, support, help us cover some costs, and uh, take care of the podcast. We've got some cool rewards. Check it out. Patreon.com slash two nerds one quest. We have a Discord channel as well. The link, uh, hit me up on Twitter. I'll, I'll send you the link. Um, otherwise, check out the chat. You'll see the link in chat. I believe you can even click on the link in replays. So if you actually want to watch replay, watch the replay on Twitch, watch the replay on YouTube. It goes up sometimes the day of, sometimes a week later, because I didn't put last week's up yet, I don't think. So, yeah, give us a call. Give us a call. Give us a follow. Give us a watch. Give us a listen and support for us. for show title. And um, vote for show titles. Showbot. TV. TV. Yep. Uh, I, I, put, I put my vote in. Nice. Air, so, the airplane reference is too good. For Genius, and for Cooch, and for JC, I am Norm. We will see you next week. Later. Boomtown, get him. It's a trap. <laughs>